welcome back. I'm Melissa Shanahan, today's host, along with Caitlin Hall. Yeah, Caitlin Hall. We yeah. are both hygienists. Yeah. Who love helping hygienists. Absolutely. And you guys may have met us before. We may have been in yeah. your office. We were once upon a time trainers, yes. and now we're in a different role. Yeah. The in the company. So yes. we're excited to be here and, and talk to you guys on this episode. Yeah. Today we're going to talk about confidence. Confidence generally, we're just going to generally speak about it, but we'll apply it to your clinical life as well. Yeah. Can you think of something that you weren't confident and then you became confident? 100% with okay. this job. I, yeah. Uh, was not somebody that loved public speaking. Mm. I avoided it. I hated it in high school. I, you know, yeah. would shake. I would have panic attacks in college when we'd have to get up and present things. So, I um, not know yeah. That about you. So this was one of those jobs where I had to step outside of my comfort zone. And, you mm. know, Melissa was the very first person that I worked with as soon as I joined this company. I went and observed a training of hers and um, I was just thinking, what have I gotten myself into? Because <laughs> yeah. I'm like, there's no way I can get up and be, you know, yeah. command a room like that. Just my confidence wasn't there. And, um, you know, as time went on, the more offices that I went into, that confidence built. And um, so, yeah, that yeah. was definitely a challenge. But I think you know, we all need to do things outside of our comfort zone. And right. um, that's made me, I've grown, you know, tremendously over the time that I've started th with this company to yeah. where I am now. So. That's super fascinating that you bring up that. That's a really good example. Um, and I think it'll apply really well to some of the bullets that we wanted to share with everyone today. Yeah. We, Kaylin and I were chatting about confidence before we started recording and one of the things that she brought up was treatment planning too. Like in clinical life, like some people do not feel confident in their treatment planning or treatment presentation mm -hmm. skills. And but why do you think that is? Well, why? okay, so exactly. Yeah. It's not like we don't understand, you know, yeah. the product or the service or the treatment that we're recommending. So. It, yeah, exactly. So one of the things that we were also discussing is that confidence is, it's a feeling state. It exists in your mind. And I think a lot of us wait to be confident until someone outside of us lets us know that we're good. Yeah. And that isn't that's how true. you, that's like, you'll be waiting around for a really long time in many different scenarios if that's yeah. what you're gonna wait on to be confident. Yeah. And so confidence really has to come from, it's an internal state that right. you create your own confidence. Yeah. So like you were just saying, what determines that and what we were chatting about a little bit ago is that it is what is happening in your mind, yeah. what you're thinking about yeah. you presenting treatment plans. Yeah, you could almost, you know, change your mindset too very easily. You could, yeah. you could kind of trick your mind yeah. in a way, and you know, say, "I am confident with this. I am. I can do this. I'm the best, you know, person in my yes. in my office at presenting period treatment." Right. So, yeah. kind of giving yourself that pep talk. Like, yeah, way. exactly. Yeah. I'm all about self pep talks. Yeah. <laughs> um, I talk to myself in the mirror more than yeah. <laughs> I makes people uncomfortable. I love but it. I do think. I mean, you're right about that. Like, you can give your, you can pump yourself up. And you can also, even if it feels like a stretch to say like, I'm the best in the office, which that might work for many of you, but yeah. even if it is just like, I, like moving in the right direction. So maybe instead of like, 
I'm terrible at presenting treatment. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm actually okay at presenting treatment. Yeah. That's better. Like, right. that's not as terrible. <laughs> yeah. Or, like, kind of pick things from it that you're that you're pretty good at, right? Yeah. It doesn't have to be the whole thing, but it's a start to say, Absolutely. you know, I may not be great at the clothes, but I'm really good with using my, you know, chair-side tools yep. and presenting it. I really get my patients to understand the disease that they have in their mouth by using yeah. you know, my typodont or Absolutely. pictures, things like that. You know something else too, I have read before that if you are nervous or you lack confidence in something, mm -hmm. that you're making it all about you okay. and it's not about you. So I guess that is another example or even using the one with, you're talking about getting up and training in front yeah. of groups. If you focus on just working, doing the best you know how to do for them, yeah. then it sort of takes you out of the equation and you're just there yeah. to like serve. Takes the pressure off of it. Yeah, right? it's not yeah. about you, totally. Absolutely. So then you can you could be sitting next to your patient and you know, how you're good at, at presenting treatment is if you can connect with the patient. If you yeah. can't connect with the patient, you're not gonna get, a, they're, they're not gonna accept treatment. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. like if you just focused on them and helping them understand what the best thing is for themselves, mm -hmm. I think probably those people are the best people at treatment, uh, yeah. presenting treatment. Yeah. And which I know that you got there because I've seen you train. Right. Um, I don't know what, if your path felt as easy as this, yeah. but <laughs> you got to a point where you walk into an office and you aren't nervous anymore because you know you were there to help them. Right. You, you, you stand up in front of them all day long mm -hmm. and you present and teach on things that they are going to be able to use. Yeah. And so you kind of get out of your own way. Yeah. But I think it's also going into it where, you know, when it comes to presenting treatment, it's not gonna be perfect every time. You can't really consider yourself a failure because, you know, that patient didn't accept right then, or, you know, you, uh, the patient didn't really connect with you, right? I mean, that's yeah. one patient, right? You can't let it dictate the rest of your day. Well, actually, or, what you just said is, that would mean if we looked at that as a failure and we like, our confidence went down because mm -hmm. of it. We are letting an external result dis like determine our confidence. Absolutely. And yeah. so and you just have to keep coming back inside. Yep. Yeah. 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 And I feel like some people struggle with that more than others. I so too. just kind of putting exercises in place that will kind of help you overcome yeah. that. I think is super yeah. helpful. Like asking yourself, you know, is this really about me? Right. Right. You know, How can I? focus on and serve whoever is on the receiving end yeah. of whatever yeah. I'm doing. Right. Um, and we were also talking about before the recording started that new hygienists, you know, new grads, mm -hmm. it can be, I, gosh, I can, uh, I can <laughs> Do remember. Do you remember your first day yes. as a hygienist? I was oh. so nervous Me about too. so many different yeah. things. Yeah. And, um, and that's normal and that's natural. Uh, and we're definitely not saying that you shouldn't feel that way. Like yeah. there's jitters that no. everyone's going to have. I don't think I slept at all that night before yeah. my first day. <laughs> yeah. Like it was one of those things where you're just trying to get done what like the minimum, yeah. right? In right. that hour. Yeah. Um, and then, I mean, I'm sure all of you listening to this podcast now, Melissa, you can agree that over time your confidence grew. You got faster. You yes. got, you connected with more patients, but you have to start somewhere. Yes. Too, right. You can't just yes. I can't just go into that first day with the mindset of 
this is how it's going to be forever. You right. know, this is this is what I'm dealt with. Well, so. and, and truthfully, if you really think about it, I know I keep coming back to this, but I, I think it's important. You're right, because as time goes on, you gain more confidence, but it is because of how you're thinking about your, yeah. your scenario yeah. and your situation. Yeah. It really does start in the mind. Yeah. Okay, talking about, so a new grad, but just because we're sitting here talking, I would mm -hmm. like to talk about your, the example you brought up was so good about training and you had a fear of public speaking, yeah. you avoided it. Yeah. And there are these four C's that kind of tie in with confidence that are taught. You guys may have heard these before, but we thought mm -hmm. we would run through them again. Anytime you want to be confident in something, if that's a goal of yours, mm -hmm. then there's these four C's. The first is commitment. The second is courage. The third is capability. And then that last sort of circles uh, back, circles too. back, it, it like creates confidence. So if we think about you yeah. and your situation, yeah. you were committed to being a trainer to this right? job. Yeah. So commitment yeah. was the first step. And whether you were intentionally like, I'm going to be committed and then I'm going to get capability and then I'm yep. like, oh, whatever. <laughs> you don't go down the line yeah. in your mind, yeah. but you were committed. And if yeah. you weren't committed, yeah. you never would have been on the path to yeah. have confidence. And you know, gaining confidence isn't an easy thing, right? The easy thing would have been to say at that first training that I went and observed you at to say, uh, nope, here's my two weeks. I've, that's that's way out of my comfort zone. I can never do that. But I, when I make a commitment, I stick to it. So yeah, it was definitely yeah. So you were, yeah. yeah. So it sort of proves, you know, the four C's that are out in the world that people talk about. The first is commitment. And if you aren't committed to it, there's no way you're ever going to get confident. And so you were. Mm -hmm. That was the first step. Yep. And then the second one is courage, because when you are really committed to something, mm -hmm. in your example, it takes a lot of courage to hold that yeah. commitment true. Yeah, Like absolutely. to stick with it yeah. is you have to like kind of really go to that courage. I mean, it took a lot of courage to get up in front, you know, yeah. even at my interview, <laughs> we're just oh, like, yeah. Yeah. you know, four people, four um, people on our leadership, our management team, it was getting up in front of them and giving, you know, three, five minute presentation. That took a lot of courage. Yes. So it's just baby steps. And it, like I said before, it doesn't happen overnight, but the yeah. more you do it, the more you're committed to it. Yeah. Um, the more courage you, you yeah. sort of call on. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So better. if you, so yeah, so you were committed to it. It required that you were courageous and yeah. like really feeling the fear and doing it anyway. Yeah. And kind of willing to right oh, totally. i mean i think that ties into both of them yeah. it's, it's one of those things where you know in my situation i was willing to step outside of my comfort zone i was willing to you know take this job go in front of people but also in a hygienist situation you have to be willing to you know try different verbiage try different techniques yes. right you have to you know it's one of those things where if you do the same thing every single time you're not going to see different results totally so, yeah um it's one of those things you have to be willing and courageous to change up your routine which i think is kind of hard for hygienists oh, to do totally in a way is. so totally is. um I, okay, that's a good point. Thinking about hygienists, I know we're only two of the season, but <laughs> if you have commitment, so when you just said, um, like using new verbiage, for example, yeah. there's so many times we go in for a training, mm -hmm. and you know, the, the easiest example I have is, um, you know, if hygienists who believe that fluoride is the best thing for their patients, mm -hmm. but they don't present it in a way where they're gonna get acceptance on it. So yeah. they'll just ask, do you want fluoride today? Well, or patient, get like excited about it, right? If you present it as in like, yeah. 
yeah, you know that sticky stuff that well, it's, it's forty dollars. Yeah, but like I, you know, when you present it or if you ask them, basically, we walk in, we tell you like there's three or four bullets. This is how to present it. Mm -hmm. Don't waver. Right. Um, personalize it mm -hmm. to every patient. Just do it, and it takes courage for hygienists to do that because yep. they have to break their habit mm -hmm. of just saying yeah. do you want fluoride or however they Absolutely. were presenting it. Yeah, that's something I say in, you know, all of my mix of services trainings. I'm like, you know, we'll go over this verbiage today, but you're going to have to practice it. You're going to have to be consciously thinking about changing up your routine because once you get into your flow with your patient, we go back to what we were saying before. Mm -hmm. So whether that sticky notes that you put out of sight of patients, that just is like that reminder, you know, maybe it's just a blank sticky note that you yeah. know that's out of place, but that triggers you to think of, you know, the different verbiage that you're supposed to And that's to really showing your commitment to the change. Right. Like you're setting yourself up for success. You're committed to adopting like a new and better way to present things. Mm -hmm. And that takes, I mean, if you're not committed to that, uh, like it's just human nature. Old habits are just going to stick around. Yeah. So setting yourself for, for success allows you to really follow through in the commitment. And there's times where if you have a really grumpy person in your chair or you're just shy anyway. And so trying something new or saying something different mm -hmm. feels weird. It, right. And so, but you, you have courage and you go forward with it anyway. Mm -hmm. And maybe it's a little wonky when it first comes out yeah. like maybe it's not perfectly smooth yeah but you are committed yeah and you have courage again and yeah. you have courage again and you just keep showing up yeah. yeah and i would like to believe that and the doctors that i've spoken with and the trainings that i've gone into they notice those sort of things right oh, yeah. you know if i'm looking at you know a hygienist stats and i'm kind of wondering what's going on i have a conversation before i kind of prejudge that situation right totally. it's like what's going on with Susie, like with her fluoride acceptance. And it's like, you know, she's she's committed, she's a hard worker. It just is taking her a little bit longer than, you yeah. know, which is fine too. But as long as you're making the effort, yeah. I find and no problem there's with that. a commitment there. Yeah. So then, okay, so going back to your, so your example, so you had commitment to the job. Mm -hmm. You, it required you to show up courageously mm -hmm. and the quote unquote fail, which I don't believe in failure. And that's what you were just saying too. Like yeah. <laughs> it's not a failure. It's just, right. you are finding your way. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that requires courage. And then the third C is capability. So you develop a new capability when you stay committed to something and you're mm -hmm. courageous enough to show up, you, yeah. you develop capability for something. Yeah. And so then once you have a capability for something, then that foresee yeah. the result is confidence. That's where confidence comes in. Yeah, yeah. No one can bestow confidence upon you. Right. It just doesn't happen like that. And by mm -hmm. the way, even if you think that's what's happening, if someone, you do something the first time and someone's like, that was awesome, yeah. you are so good. <laughs> yeah. It is, what they said doesn't make you feel confident. It's what you're thinking in your mind. Because yeah. probably when someone says, that was awesome, right. then you think in your mind, I am awesome. Yeah. Like, <laughs> so, like in that, exactly. you feel confident. Exactly, so yeah. So it's super interesting. And we wanted to talk about it today because I think so often confidence feels like this external thing that gets handed to us like if we're good enough. Yeah. And that's that isn't how confidence is developed and recognizing that allows you to build confidence. You mm -hmm. create the confidence it's within you. It's a process. You. It's yeah. a process for sure. And you know, some people are really good at faking it till they make it. Yeah. Thing and that's kind of what we've touched on a little bit here. It's kind of 
tricking your mind, like I said before, into, you know, I am the best at yeah. this, right? I am awesome at this. So, yes. Um, and I care, I care deeply about the person in front of me. Yeah. I show up. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Totally. Well, yeah, that was so, good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so go forth, everyone. Yeah, yeah. Have the, remember the four C's, the commitment, show up and be committed to whatever it is that you want to have more confidence in. You have to exercise courage mm -hmm. through that to stay committed and you will develop a new capability. And then, then that's when confidence happens. And confidence sort of begets confidence. Mm -hmm. The more confident you are in one thing with one skill, you know how to yeah. like it has a ripple that. effect. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Totally. It does have a ripple effect. So that's absolutely. a good point. And just remember that it's an internal, you create with your mind the feeling of confidence. Mm -hmm. So it is a journey. It doesn't necessarily happen overnight, but the story you're telling yourself in your mind plays a huge role. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And we'd love to hear those stories. You can contact us by going to hygieneprofitleaders.com. There you can find all of our episodes from season one and also our episodes of season two that we've released up until this point. If you want a second podcast on this topic, we can totally go deeper. Yeah. If you have other ideas for episodes, we'd love to hear them. Yeah, submit your stories, what you do to gain confidence. Again, hygieneprofitleaders.com, and we look forward to hearing from you. Thanks for joining us today. We'll see you next time.